Hello and welcome to the Peter and Sebastian NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Peter, who's a Packers fan, and also an NFL fan, and also with your co-host. Sebastian, I'm a Bears fan as well as an NFL fan. Today this is um, episode 14, part 2 of Training Camp, and also the conclusion to uh, season 1. Uh, last week, I uh, was going to be the end of season one, but since Sebastian um, was very busy last week, um, uh, I I kind of decided, okay, well, it would be more fair to let him be, to- be on the end of season one, continuing to season two, uh, depending on what the two of us plan out. So how have you been, Sebastian? I've been doing good. I've just been paying attention to some of the training camp news around the league. So overall, it's looking exciting. Some of the stuff is going on. That's great. That's great. Great to know. Um, so how, ha- um, what, what is, before kind of what involves training camp. So now that I'm pretty sure you've heard this by now, but Julio Jones is now with the Buccaneers. A one-year deal. I did hear, yeah, about a week ago or so. Yeah, that is that's that's kind of crazy. I talked about it last week, um, on part one, and it seems uh, it seems like a a good fit because now you have, I think a com- a competition between the three best wide receiving cores now. Now that 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 put that puts, um them in the top three sorry about that that puts that puts them in the top three now um because obviously you have um you have for the bucks you have um Chris, christopher it's christopher goodwin right or chris godwin chris godwin yeah yeah chris godwin mike evans julio jones and then because antonio brown is just disappeared off of the NFL circuit. Um, and then you have for the Vikings, um, Osborne, Thielen, and Jefferson. And then you have Boyd, Higgins, and Chase for the Bengals. So, in my opinion, those are the three top, um, wide receiving trio cores in the NFL. Would you agree, kind of? Maybe? I would have to agree. Bucks are definitely in the top three. Bengals are definitely in the top three. Uh, I guess the Vikings, it depends on how much you like K.J. Osborne, but Thielen and Jefferson is obviously a really good duo by themselves, so there's no no reason why they shouldn't be in the top three. Yeah, if, if, um, if, you, if you don't have Thielen, K.J. Op- Osborne gets more opportunities and he he has he has shown that he has that he is at certain times he has been explosive. Yeah, exactly. He's only going to be going up from here. Yeah, but my my um cuz was he a rookie last year? Uh, I think he was either in his second or third year. Okay. His second year. I um I'd have to say now that um but still, I was still um, continued to have my my favorite wide receiving core. Now that Devonte Adams is gone, um, until the Packers figure something out, um, because they're they have so many wide receivers, it's just a mess at the moment. Um, yeah, I think you obviously have Lazard who's still there. You guys drafted Christian Watson. Uh, you, you Randall Cobb is still there. He's a veteran. So you, you got Sammy Watkins. For sure, so, yep. Ravens last year. That was a nice acquisition. Romeo Dubs is number eighty-seven, and I uh, I saw that he he seemed to he seemed to make a dent the other day, last week in training camp. Uh, so it seems like with Christian Watson's uh, absence, um, he's doing good, and it also oh, yeah. and Amari Rogers. Uh, feels different this summer, so he feels faster and he feels more comfortable. 
And this is Jordan Lo- going to be Jordan Love's third season. So, do you think Jordan Love gets in before his rookie deal ends, like within these next two years? What do you mean gets in? Because obviously we know that uh, when Aaron Rodgers was uh, joined the Packers, I think that was like twenty. What is it? Twenty. Uh, Not two, quite twenty. It was like two thousand eight. Two thousand and five. Yeah. Um. He 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 sat on the bench for three years, and then he started. His first full year in 2008. Yep. Do you think Jordan Love starts before his rookie deal is over, or do you think Aaron Rodgers sticks it out for the next two years with the Packers? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. I am not sure, but I mean, I'd I'd resign. Um, after this, I'd resign Jordan Love as another uh, to keep him as a backup QB because I'm gonna be honest, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's, he's, we just haven't seen too much of him, but in college, he was still pretty good. He's pretty good for a backup. Exactly. Maybe, who knows, if you actually put Jordan Love for the Panthers, he probably would actually make the team good. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I would think that because Sam Darnold is just <laughs> interception interception god. Um, yeah. Same with Baker Mayfield. The Panthers QB room is a little chaotic. Yeah, but I I think they signed a QB. They drafted a QB rookie, um, in the draft, right? Yep. So they well before they did that, they traded for Baker Mayfield, and then they obviously drafted Matt Corral in the third round. I I, I think they'll probably um, it'll be between Mayfield and Corral because Sam Darnold is probably just gonna I'd I'd sit him on the bench. I'd I'd trust I'd rather trust um, Mayfield or the rookie, so. For sure, yeah. Matt Corral is pretty solid, too. He takes care of the ball. So if you want to cut down on the interception plays, then you obviously go with him. But Mayfield is such a big improvement over Donald that I think starting Baker at least one or two years and then going to Corral is something I might consider if I was the coach of that team. Yeah, and and also it seems seems to be that um, each uh, all three of those quarterbacks on the team are each getting fair kind of fair amount of snaps because they they don't know they don't the panthers um quarterback quarterback coach and the entire team doesn't know who's going to be starting now we've obviously got a lot of qb battles around the league like that i know the steelers are deciding between kenny pickett the rookie and mitch trubisky but i think this panther situation is the most interesting just because all three guys are just as viable i don't think there's a bad option Maybe Donald, but there's a reason he was drafted first round. So whichever one performs the best in camp, they're gonna be given the shot. Yeah, I I definitely definitely say something about that. Um, but I mean, what I talking about the Steelers that you mentioned, um, Pickett and uh, Trubisky. I would, I I even. No matter how let let's say Pickett has a really good first year, if he were to start, I'd rather have him uh, sit on the bench and have Trubisky play because Trubisky is going to be. He's. I have a feeling that this will be the team for him. I the, think so too. Because obviously, you have yeah. Fan. Sorry, go ahead. For sure. Uh, as a Bears fan, it's hard to admit, but our team was not set up for him to do great. Just the coaching staff, um, some of the weapons we tried to put around him. We had A-Rob, but wasn't it wasn't what we should have put around him, and the scheme wasn't right. No. But he sits behind Josh Allen for a year, okay, gets some experience, goes to the Steelers, and now they have Chase Claypool. They drafted a rookie second round, Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris. If if Mitch is the starter, I think Mike Tomlin and then some of the weapons around him, he could do something with that team if he just performs well. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I think. I think um, Chase Chase Cl- along b- besides I'm um, talking about that. I think Chase Claypool is going to be the number one receiver now that Smith uh, uh, Schuster is gone. 
So you're talking about number one receiver in Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. I could see that. I, I could think even even though he's because this uh last season the twenty one twenty two uh no twenty one twenty twenty two season was uh was his rookie year, right? Uh yeah. So he's only been in the league for two years now. Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna be honest. I I think I think just set him because Deontay Johnson is also a wide receiver for them too, right? Yeah. Um, how long has he? As far he... as stats go, as far as stats go, he's had the better two years than Claypool. Mm. But what everybody recognizes with Claypool, and I think you probably see this too, yeah, he has some really great athletic talent from being tall, from being fast, yeah. really physical. Not the best hands in the world, but not the worst. I yeah. think if he lives up to the potential, you're definitely right. He's that number one receiver they need. Yeah, he's kind of has a. He kind of reminds me of the the the, the skinniness of similar to like kind of the skinniest and um, skinniness kind of like Echonemius St. Brown or Darnell kind Mooney. Of, yeah, but Darnell Mooney is not that tall. Yeah, he's definitely one of the smaller receivers. Yeah, yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited to see what happens, M- Mitchell Trubisky. I I think the Steelers could have a good. Um, Wide, uh, good, good team if they start him, especially, and it will be a battle between Deontay Johnson and, um, uh, Chase Claypool for wide receiver one. For sure, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's 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 gonna be exciting to see, and uh, just obviously, Mr. Trubisky, he was just not in the right place when he was with the Bears, you know. So like what yeah. you like where you were saying earlier, I just I just wanted to say something about it too. Um, okay, we can um, we can kind of get started on your. Uh, I mean, obviously, I have uh, five things learned about training camp from today, but uh, for the Packers. But I'll have I can talk about that later. I'll let you get started with your first team that you want to talk about. Okay. So we already talked about them a bit, so I'm just going to get them out of the way, maybe add a little bit more, but Panthers were my first team. Now, like we just said, a lot of it is that QB battle. You have those three battling for the number one spot. And from what you said earlier, they're all getting an equal amount of snaps. So that coaching staff hasn't really decided yet on what their number one guy is. So we just got to keep watching the rest of the training camp, watch these preseason games, and I honestly think whoever plays better is going to get the job, regardless of what the name is. So that's going to be an interesting battle to watch. We also have the weapons there, McCaffrey, DJ Moore. We know all about them. So it's not as if whoever starts isn't going to have help. They're going to be able to, to, to throw some stars. You can have some good offensive success. So I don't think there's an excuse, especially for Mayfield and Donald. They have experience in the league. They're trying to bounce back, at least with the rookie. Corral has – this is his first time in the league. So there's going to be some rookie struggle. Maybe he has to adjust to the NFL defenses. But for for Donald and Mayfield, you're going to have these weapons on the field with them. And if they struggle, if they have another bad year, that's the point where people start to question, oh, you have weapons around you. You went to a new team, tried it with new coaches, new staff, all that. If you still can't do it, then I don't think they get another starting job. But we'll just have to see when they start playing games to see who they decide. Yeah, definitely that makes sense. Um, for the Panthers, was there um, were there any uh, players besides quarterbacks that stood out to you during training camp this week? For sure, yeah. So we obviously just went over offense. I think defense, there's probably two players that I want to go over with. Ever since they lost Luke Keekley a couple years back, that defense hasn't had quite the dominant players that they've been wanting to have to, to make some big plays in the game. I think number one is Brian Burns, and he's one of the edge rushers on that team. Oh, yeah, that guy that guy's crazy. He's amazing. Oh, yeah, athletic freak. Came out the draft 2019. He had a lot of potential. And he's done good. It's not like he hasn't done bad. He's had two nine-sack seasons, a Pro Bowl. But I think 
that staff and Panthers fans have really wanted to see some more out of him. Yeah. So I think the last year of his rookie deal, this is the year where he steps up and we see whether he's just going to be kind of an above average pass rusher or if he can hit, take his game to the next level. So that's one. Brian Burns is a player to watch out for. And then Jeremy Chin, the safety. I don't know if you've heard about him, but he no, was not. one of the rookie safeties drafted last year. Yeah. Um, not last year, my bad, the, the year before, two years ago. And he's another interesting player just because Antoine Winfield is the safety on the Buccaneers. He was also drafted two years ago. He's gotten a lot of attention on him, and rightly so. Made a lot of big plays, won the Super Bowl. But Jeremy Chin is having just as good of a first two years as him, but his team hasn't really had success, so the eyes aren't really on him. So having some team success would help get some eyes on him. But if he keeps playing at this level, I'm interested to see if he can take his game to the next level too in the secondary. I can see what you're talking about. Um, now Burns, I think after – so this this is this is his last year of his rookie deal, you said, right? Yep. So, you know who should jump on um, next year trying to – uh, steal him. Who? The Packers. That wouldn't even be a bad move, too, because you obviously have Zadarius Smith left in the offseason. Or the Bears. Brian Burns and Rashawn Gary on the on the two sides. That would be nasty. Or, or, or um, or the Bears could do I that. I see that too. But Robert Quinn's getting older. He won't stay here forever. That would be good. But. The reason I'm saying he should go there is because it's always good to have a third great edge rusher because isn't Preston Smith an edge rusher too? Uh, no, Roquan is a middle linebacker. No, Preston Smith. Oh, Preston Smith. I heard the wrong name. Yeah, he's an edge <laughs> rusher too. That's weird. Yeah, it would be good to have a third edge rusher just because if you have someone get hurt. I mean, I I know you'd have to decide between your t- that's if Burns hypothetically, um, surprisingly maybe in the future went there. You'd have to decide b- between who are the starting two, or or what you do. You start all three, all three of them play, but equally amount of time, and have one have you have players come have them switch. You kind of know what I mean. Take exactly, breaks. Exactly. Yeah. I think what you said is is, is good just because you do want to have a rotation, not just to get different guys in for different scenarios, but just to be able to rest players and have confidence that the person coming in is just as good. So a rotation between Burns, Preston Smith, and Rashawn Gary, that would be a really good trio of edge rushers that I don't think any other team would be able to match. No doubt, for sure. I'm I'm excited to see where that will go. So, um, for aside from the Panthers, I, I, I think I'm, I, I don't know, but for some reason, I feel like every team this year can have potential in some way. <laughs> um, what team? No, I, I'm saying every team in the NFL could have potential. Oh yeah, I um, think when you when you look at it from that stance, potential. You obviously have older guys that you sign in free agency and all that. But potential really comes from the young guys because you never know how they're going to progress. Mm-hmm. Older veterans, we kind of know what they've got. You can't get so much better. But if young guys on a certain team all decide to click and get better, that that's when you get the Bengals, when everybody on that team, the young talent, elevates their game, and that's when you can have a team reach a whole new level. Yeah, that's that's um, that's for uh... – Everyone needs to look at the that is the Bengals, like you said, as an example. So, especially their offense, right? Oh yeah, the only thing they were missing was an offensive line, but every other position was covered. Yeah, every yeah every other position was covered. Um, what other team would you uh, would you be kind of uh, besides? Panthers and the Bears. What other team would uh, interested you 
uh, in kind of like this first week of training camp or since training camp uh, has started? So, so far, besides the Panthers and obviously the Bears, who I've been paying attention to, I'm interested in the Eagles. And, and why is that? Uh, so, Jalen Hurts, obviously, he's yeah, no, pretty no, polarizing. Yeah. yeah. He, he's polarizing in the sense that some people like him and think he has potential. And some people, people don't. think, oh, he's not really all that. Yeah. So, with the Eagles front staff, they do a really good job. Because normally, their, their drafting and collection of wide receivers is horrible. Mm. They'll draft bust after bust and trade for the wrong players. But the past two years, he obviously drafted Devontae Smith. We obviously know what he's about. I think he'll do some great things. And then he traded for A.J. Brown from the Titans. Within two years, you give your young quarterback one of the best weapons in the NFL and then one of the rising young stars in the NFL. You're giving him a chance to see what he's got. And to go with that O-line, for me, this is like, okay, this is kind of make it or break it. Because if you don't do something with this team, how are you going to do something else with another team? So they're giving him the best chance he has so far in his career. No, yeah, for sure. Um, are the Bears facing the Eagles this year? Uh, they are, yeah, later in the year. I'm not sure quite what day it is, but it's later in the season, November, December-ish. They're going to lose that game? It, around the winter, yeah. I think it's going to be in Chicago, from what I know. They're going to lose that game? Uh, probably. Uh, I think Eagles win. We, we don't have enough weapons. They, they've gotten weapons onto their team. I think the only way we win is if our defense can step up. But right now, we only have like three or four players we can trust. The rest is either they're still growing or we don't really know their potential yet. Turns out the Packers also face the Eagles. So I'm guessing each team in the NFC North is facing the Eagles. Um, I think uh, I think that would be an even split uh, game between the I think it probably could come out most likely as a tie between the Packers and the Eagles because this season Aaron Rodgers is just going to be, um, if I were him, would just be literally spreading the ball out and you and what you have um, three rookies, a second-year player. So you have six wide receivers. Well, that's so that you have... Uh, Sammy Watkins, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb. So you have those three. Most likely going to be your top three. Amari Rodgers is probably going to be your fourth. Christian Watson, if he comes back. Romeo Dubs. And then, who's the, who's the, other, who's the third rookie they drafted? I know it was later in the draft, so I can't quite remember. But I remember him talk, yeah. I was talking about him on one of the episodes. It's it's it, it's fine, but that's seven wide receivers to choose from, and that's and then also you have Winfrey, excuse me, and also Taylor, and I think they also added another one on. So that's like you have like nine or ten to choose from, and also you can sign. Um, you could sign and take off of the active roster because I think you can only have a minimum amount of wide receivers each, yeah. each game. But I, I feel like this is a, a bigger opportunity. You have more potential for each player, for each wide receiver. And that can... that I, I think... I, I said on the last podcast, I don't know if you've listened to it yet, um, uh, that I think the Packers will be better this year than last year because you don't have none. There's no wide receiver with the Packers right now that has achieved what Devontae Adams has achieved in his first eight years and now he's coming up on his ninth season and so if you don't have that spread the flipping ball out and um that's what's that will um that's what they're gonna do and it's it's gonna be um great to great great to see with that and because 
if you don't have a superstar wide receiver, don't use them. Well, you can't use a superstar wide receiver if you don't have them, right? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean. I can see what you're saying there, too. Because, obviously, when Stafford first started his career, he had Calvin Johnson. Oh. I see that as the same thing as Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams because you have your franchise quarterback throwing to your superstar receiver. But if you look at the, the Lions and Matthew Stafford, after Calvin Johnson left, it's not as if Stafford's stats took a hit. His three years after, he had, what was it, 4,200 yards, 4,300, 4,400, and threw for 24 touchdowns or more each of those seasons. So... And it, not to discredit Matthew Stafford, but we all know Aaron Rodgers is 10 times safer with the ball than he is. So I think you, you got a point there. There's not going to be this one receiver that takes all the targets and every defense is looking out for him. If Rodgers spreads the ball around and is smart with the ball, I think this could be a better year for the Packers, for sure. Yeah, I, w- I was just thinking right away it's going to be a lot better no matter what, because you can't now you can't just rely on one wide receiver and you need to understand, okay, now if, if we make it to the divisional again, don't rely on one wide receiver because that was literally two huge issues. 70% of the time, you were literally throwing into Devontae Adams and also second is that their special teams was terrible. Yeah. And I think they could, and I, I think the special teams could, might be better this year. I don't know um, how they've invested into that, but I think things could be different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, do you guys still have Crosby at kicker? <laughs> yeah, surprisingly. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know he's getting older, but he's been unreliable for a really long time. Uh, had a perfect season last year. I think he was 16 for 16. Not so great this no, year. No, no, but... no. Last season, last, last, this past season that just ended, no, he, he was not 16 for 16. Uh, I meant the year before. Yeah. Bad choice of words. Yeah, he, he, was, he was on a roll, and then that first field goal he missed. Hmm. But but there was one time where um, he he was about to kick it, but then someone called the timeout, so obviously that didn't count to the record, I guess. Yeah. Um, but then the next one, he made it. and Oh, I think that was the 49ers game. I know the Bengals won, too. He missed three or so kicks, right? Oh, it, between each kicker, they it was like six field goals missed. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> That, that 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 game was insane. When I was watching that game, I was watching that with my cousin, um, my my cousin-in-law at a, um, at a at a festival, and the TV was on, and it was the Packers versus the Bengals, and I, it was the reason we the bank Packers game was on is because, uh, the location of where it was was so close to Wisconsin. Most of the people were there were Bears fan. Uh, I mean the Packers fans. And that game was so nerve-wracking. And I was like, please win, please win, please win. Oh, my gosh. That game was um, – it was it was probably, like, one of the most nerve-wracking games I've ever watched. Now, well, that was during, the one that went into overtime. Yeah. Dur- down to the last, like, two or three minutes, right? Yeah, during the regular season. And, and what happened was, I think, what, the Packers started with the ball? Well, whatever team started with the ball, they missed they missed the field goal, and then then the other pl- other team missed the field goal, and then the other team missed the field goal, and then they got the ball back. I'd have to just go back and count the amount of misses, and then they finally made it. So yeah, no, it was a lot of misses over and over because I remember that game too. It was a crazy game, crazy game, crazy game. I'm. I'm I'm excited for that. Uh, one of one of the um one of my one of my things that I do want to mention about is that I mentioned earlier about Amari Rogers is I said Amari Rogers is feeling a difference with improved cardio. 
the twenty the twenty twenty one third round pick, Amari Rogers. Uh, this made it his goal to report. Uh, suppose um, made it his goal to report to training camp lighter than he did last year, and Rogers hit the mark when he returned at two o two pounds. Oh wow! Oh, and when he and at two o two. After playing as heavy as 218 last season, the second-year receiver has felt and improved in both his speed and cardio through the first week of training camp, which is great to hear because Amari Rodgers, we haven't seen enough of him. But what what part of what we saw was he he's good. He's probably one of the one of the good slot wide um rookie wide receivers that the Packers have had in in one of their first seasons that was actually one of the really good ones. For sure, yeah. And I like a lot of the skills he had coming out of college too. He had some return abilities and like we just talked about some slot abilities. So hearing that he got lighter, got faster, he feels better, obviously not great for me, but for Packers it's good because it's another receiver that, oh, we might be able to use him this year. He might have some serious potential. Rogers credited his off-season training with former Olympic gold medalist Dwight Phillips in Atlanta. Do you know who Dwight Phillips is? I do not, no. Uh, gold medalist. Um, with, and it says, with lingering disappointment from his rookie camp. Rodgers mentioned to Phillips how fatigued he felt in games even when he wasn't playing much. That's very interesting. He must have yeah. had some injury early on in the year or something. A quote he said, I knew it was because of my weight, but I, I also knew it was because of my conditioning. I didn't really condition last off season." Like I wanted to, Rogers said. So he put a plan together for me just for speed and endurance and doing workouts for power and sprinting. By the end of it, I felt like I could run a, a track meet. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, no, it was good to hear that he put in the effort this past offseason. Yeah. You obviously want to see players like try their best and be hard workers. So to hear that, it shows that he's really committed for this next upcoming season. Yeah, no doubt for sure. Yeah, Romeo Dubs, who I was referring to, number 78, said, continues to make plays in stacked days. Packers rookie wide receiver once again made the biggest play of, pra play of practice. In, um, in a late goal line period, Dubs caught a liner from quarterback Jordan Love and managed to get both feet down inbounds near the back of the end zone and some people were like oh i saw i saw this um thing on instagram of romeo dubs wearing 87 and then um a ghost like fading jordy nelson wearing 87 <laughs> oh i forgot that jordy nelson wore 87 yeah i i i was like okay why did they not retire the number 87 not really sure, because I feel like Jordy, maybe he's not like the best Packers receiver of all time, but he, he deserves it, for sure. Yeah. In one-on-one -on -one drills, Aaron Rodgers also hit Dubs on a deep go route for a would-be touchdown against starting cornerback Eric Stokes. Oh, Eric Stokes is good, too. He has a lot of speed, so the fact that he hit him on that, that's impressive. Yeah, I can't. I cannot wait till I see um till I see till 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 I see um what 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 am I till I see Romeo Dubs in action during the um off um preseason for sure yeah I think it's going to be fun too cuz Packers and Bears face off 
uh, week two. Oh, yeah. But then the next time we face off is like, what is it? Can't find it on my screen. Week 13. So week two is going to be the first time we get to see all these new receiving cores. Bears going to have two new ones, and you guys are going to have like two new ones, either because you traded for them, like Sammy Watkins, or you drafted them like Christian Watson. Oh, Samari Ture is the other rookie wide receiver. Oh, he's the other one that you guys drafted late? Yeah. He's wearing number 83, yeah. the number that um, uh, that uh, MVS used to wear. Oh, nice. Yeah, that, no, it's going to be a fun season for both our teams. You're, like, obviously, you guys are in a better position than us. But as far as, like, trying new guys out, seeing, seeing how they play, it's going to be fun. Because, like, obviously, I'm confident in our rookie – I know you're you're confident in your rookie, so it'll just be interesting to see how they both perform. Yeah, and I just ch- checked. There's 12. Uh, it's insane. They have 12 wide receivers on the roster for the Packers, and they and only two of them are under six feet. Uh, I'm gonna guess that's Randall Cobb and Amari Rogers. Right on point. Amari Rodgers is 5'9", and Randall Cobb is 5'10". There we go. That's impressive. So so 10 of the receivers, 10 of the 12, are 6 to an over? Uh, so I'll just, I'll just read off the heights. Danny Davis is 6'1", because um, Kevin King is no longer on the team. Thank God. Um, he's, he's wearing number 20. R- R- Romeo, Dub- <laughs> Romeo Dubs is 6'2". Isaiah Hyman, uh, is six six feet. Alan Lazard is six five. Um, Mitchell is six five. Malik Taylor is six one. Samari Ture is six one. Sammy Watkins is six one. Christian Watson is six five, and Jawan Wifrey six one. So you have one. Uh, Two, three. You have three wide receivers on the team that are over that are six five, which um which is pretty 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 cool, pretty cool, right? It's pretty crazy, even when you consider the fact that they got rid of Equinemius and Valdez Scantling. So there's so many tall receivers, even with both of those players being gone. Yeah, that's insane. Cause you you what you also besides that you got like you scale up like five or six wide receivers during the off season. So it's like, okay, we didn't know the Packers would go this crazy with gathering wide receivers. Exactly. Yeah. So I have yet to hear anything about from Samara Ture about how he did. And Christian Watson, obviously I said he's injured at the moment. Um, Sammy Watkins just came back to uh, practice the other day and that's going to be exciting. And, uh, Randall Cobb, haven't really heard too much about him because he's been on in the league for 13 years now, so 12 or 13 yeah. or whatever. So it's like, yeah, he's a veteran. We'll see what there's, he does. There's not too much to hear from him at this point. He's just going to come in and produce like he always does. Yeah, and and he's he's probably not expecting to have a huge spotlight. If I were Randall Cobb, I would just play and enjoy 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 the game and be, and be careful. <laughs> Because he's had... Exactly, yeah. So, same with Sammy Watkins. Uh, I, I saw I saw there was a pass that Sammy Watkins caught um, with one hand, and he just made it look made it look like it was super easy with ease. Oh, wow. So, Either one-handed? Yeah, one-handed. He's a Super, nice. he's a super Bowl champion. What do you, what do you expect? <laughs> Fair enough. I'm still wondering why... He's they they didn't allow him to be number fourteen. Yeah, that's a little that's a little weird. I'm not really sure. Yeah, but I mean, every time I look at and see him his jersey, which is number eleven, it makes me think of Devin Funches. Oh, Devin Funches, yeah, Funches, yeah. But um, you know where he is right now? Because I know he's not on the Packers anymore. Where? Uh, Ravens. Oh, I have no idea. I'm gonna look it up really quick right now, then. 
Would not surprise me if he's a free agent. Hey Siri, what team is Devin Funches on? Devin Funches plays for the Lions. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, I. What am I talking about? I, I think he played against the Packers. I think he might be one of their starters. He might be. The The Lions have two bona fide studs at wide receiver right now. The rookie last year and their rookie this year. But with that third spot, it might be Devin Funches. We don't know. How long has he been in the league? Oh, has Devin, he's been around for like five, six years. It's kind of long. Yeah, drafted in 2015. Hold on a second. I know you're looking. I I I, I want to look at his stats. For sure. How do you spell it? Funches. Uh, fun F U N and then C H E S S. Oh, that's pretty simple. Oh, he played on the Panthers for a little bit. So he's 28. His first. That's weird. It didn't. It it doesn't say he was on the Packers, even though he was right. Are you on Pro Football Reference? No, I'm just on his. Um. Oh, here. Hold on a second. Here we go. Um. Stats. No. Yeah. It just says his teams he's been on are. Um, he's been four years in Carolina and one year in Indiana. Yeah. So this is weird. When it comes to being on a team, they when you're talking about stats, they'll record the stats, receptions, yards, touchdowns. But if you didn't get any playing time, it won't say you were on that team. It's weird. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, but he, so he had, he in his career he only has 21 touchdowns. Yeah, no, nothing too spectacular. And all of those came with the Cam Newton Panthers, too. Yeah, um, maybe if he stayed with the Panthers, who knows, they would be good. Because he, um, what I, just from looking, he seems that he's not a bad wide receiver. There's obviously better than him, but he really isn't that bad. There's guys that would... But below him, for sure. Yeah, there'd be there'd be probably guys who who are uh, less rated. That makes sense. It does, yeah. Um, would you uh, so Jamison Williams is the wide receiver that the Lions drafted, right? Yep, first round this year. So. Would it be a battle between him and Amon St. Brown for wide receiver one, or would just Amon Ross St. Brown be the wide receiver one no matter what? See, that's what I was thinking, that Amon Ross is going to be the, the number one receiver, but it depends on what they think of Williams. I know he's on, I can't, I can't remember if it's the pup list or the injury reserve, but he's not practicing right now. So that definitely gives Amon Ra a chance to be number one because he won't have competition at least for the next couple of weeks or so. Um, but I think Jameson has the talent. He definitely has the talent to overtake Amon Ra in at least a year or two because you look at his speed, that is top tier in the league. You might have Tyreek Hill and Jaden Waddle, and then it's Jameson Williams number three. So with the speed – I think he will become number one eventually. But if we're talking right now, I'll, I'll give it to Sam Brown. Yeah, I think no matter what happens, I think St. Brown, Brown is still going to be a wide receiver one because this, will, this is going to be his second year, right? Upcoming? Uh, second year, yep. Yeah, so just let him... Uh, stay the wide receiver one, you know? I, I, I think because it's only going to be his second year and he needs to, still needs to prove more. And I don't think we've seen enough from him. I mean, from Jamar Chase in his first year, that was flipping amazing. Um, yeah. I, I, do, I do think, obviously, Jamar Chase thinks he still has a lot more to prove, but I think he, are, he proved everything year one, for goodness sakes. 
Yeah. And T Higgins probably uh, it was T Higgins second or third year, but I think T Higgins I think that's probably his best career um uh season yet. So I think that will be he proved himself. Boyd, I don't know um for proving um I think he his his proving is yeah um who what am i trying to say here i think because we just talked about jamar chase you said he obviously had a great year but he still has more to prove justin jefferson he had a great rookie year and he backed it up that second year so you have all these receivers coming in who are having massive success even back to the days of like odell you have a bunch of receivers coming in having a lot of success sustaining it and Amon Ra, he did really good, but it's still not, oh, like you're a superstar. He just did good enough to be, you know what, he, he's going to be a receiver on this team. But I think he'll need to prove himself. And then Jamison Williams, he's coming off an injury. So it doesn't matter how good he is. He needs to make sure he stays healthy. And then if both of those things happen, then they have a receiving core. But right now it's still a little unproven. Yeah, I can – agree with that I do think um do you think I know we've talked about the Packers wide receivers multiple probably for a while on and off throughout this episode do you think who do you think has um the better potential because I really do think the big competition for wide receiver one would be between Alan Lazard and Sammy Watkins. Who do you think uh, would be wide receiver one between the two of them? Because now, the two of them, now that I th- I'm going to give it to Lazard. Okay. And it's not because Lazard is that much better. It's that Watkins hasn't been able to do much. We obviously know. So I don't know if you remember the 2014 draft class. But that was the one that had Mike Evans, Devontae Adams, Odell Beckham, yeah. Jarvis Landry. Like, it was stacked. Was Sammy Watkins drafted that year? He was. He was number four overall before every one of them. Wow. So, he was round one? Overall. He was drafted round one? Round one. He was number four overall. Really? Huh. Yeah. So... Not only the fact that, oh, he was drafted as the first receiver and is more disappointing than all of them, his first two years in the league were good. But after that, he hasn't had a season that was over 670 yards with three separate teams. It's just he's not really shown that he can be the number one. Even though he had the talent for it, I don't think he can reach that level ever again. So for many teams, I think the Rams, we saw that a couple years back. It was Brandon Cooks, then Sammy Watkins. On the Chiefs, you had Tyreek Hill, then Sammy Watkins. So he's proven that he can be your solid number two. So I think, like me personally, that's the role he belongs in. But if he pops off, then maybe we see the Sammy Watkins that we haven't seen in forever. Yeah, because – oh, sorry. Now that I think of it – um. I really don't think, because in the past of the three rookie wide receivers that were drafted, I don't think any of them, unless Christian Watson gets enough time uh, in training camp when he comes back, or whenever he comes back. I mean, I don't know. I don't think this year... uh, any of the three of them are going to be wide receiver one. Now that I'm thinking of it. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, maybe wide receiver three for one of them. But not wide receiver two either. Because you have also Randall Cobb and Amari Rodgers. Um, so, and then you also have Winfrey, and, uh, who's been on the team for a couple years now. Um, so you have all those other players that you have to, um, look at and well, so besides you, um, besides the three rookie, you have, that's, you have nine other, nine other wide receivers. You have to, you have to challenge yourself to be better than, 
you know? Yeah. So it's, I think it's all a competition this year for wide receiver one, two, and three. It definitely is. Because I have a lot of predictions about who it's going to be, too. It, I know a lot of Packers fans wouldn't like it, but I think Randall Cobb is going to be used more of as a rotational player. He won't be one of the starting three, but he'll be that that guy. He'll be that guy that they put in if a guy's tired, if he's hurt, if they want a certain player. He'll be involved, but I don't think he'll start as much as he did last year. Agreed. You put it to a point where that makes most sense, especially around his age. So, because he had a bad injury, then he came back from it for the divisional, and he didn't produce anything because he didn't get the ball. Exactly, yeah. Because now, oh, Aaron Rodgers is like, oh, Randall Cobb exists now? <laughs> <laughs> but then but then the team's probably be like, oh, uh, well, Randall, uh, so let's let's say this is how it's gonna play out. So let's say I'm 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 Matt. Um, uh, so I'll play Matt Lafleur, and you'll be Randall Cobb. Okay. Hello, Randall. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. How about you, Coach? I'm I'm pretty good, but sadly sadly enough to say, um, uh, now that Devonte Adams is gone. Now, um, Aaron Rodgers told me that you do exist, which is, um, I'm happy to know that he knows that you exist, besides outside the field. Um, even though you have potential to be wide receiver two, which I believe you could, but wide receiver one is just not an option, so, or wide receiver three or four, so you're just going to be rotational if a player gets tired, so... I'm sorry. This Wait, is what? this has got to suck. I've been with this team for so long. This has got to suck. Well, how old are you? What, 32? I'm sorry. We don't want you to get hurt. You're you had five touchdowns last year and you got injured, but you still had a great year. You got more you got more touchdowns than you did combined the two years you were in Texas on both Texas teams. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you did you did better than those two years. So. I think you being a rotational player is better. Do you kind of see where I'm coming from now? Well, dang, Coach. I thought I had a little more in me. Well, no, you do. But what's in you is rotational. Wow. I think he'll play good in that role, but... We'll have to see. I, I think I think you can agree with this, too. If one of those starting three gets injured, whether it's Watkins, Watson, Lazard, you'd be happy with Randall as your third. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, for sure. I I do. And great job. That was actually pretty fun. <laughs> it was, yeah. Um, so, at a certain point in time... I think oh, I'm trying to th- think. So, Byron Pringle or Darno Mooney for wide receiver one. So I'm gonna say Darno Mooney, just because he has been with this system. He did play a year with Fields, so it's definitely him for number one. But Byron Pringle is gonna be that easy number two, where you played with Mahomes, you had a couple good plays here and there. And I think the speed he has is really going to help this team. You'll have Mooney, you'll have Pringle. And then I think Vilas Jones, he's the rookie we drafted in the third round. Uh, he's going to be really solid. He'll, he'll provide some speed in the slot. And according to training camp reports, he's been burning all of our corners. So obviously our corners are no superstars, but you love to hear a rookie receiver playing well. So I think the order will go Mooney one. Byron Pringle, two, and then Valus Jones for a number three. Um, was David Moore on the team last year? David Moore. 
I don't think he was, no. Um there's a there's a couple receivers on this team that haven't been here before. David Moore, like you just pointed out. Oh, so uh, Nikhil Harry has been on the team for four years, right? He was on the Patriots uh, for three or four years, yeah. But now he's on the Bears. Yep, we just traded for him, and I've got mixed feelings about it. But at the end of the day, this is just generally what I'm thinking about it. Patriots drafted him in the first round. He hasn't done diddly squat. So, guess what? We're a wide receiver needy team. He's a wide receiver who's kind of sucked. It's a beginning for both sides. And we only traded a seventh rounder next year to get him. So, if he sucks, well, dang, that sucks. But at least we didn't give up anything. But we're taking it, we're, we're taking a chance that a first-round talent can play up to his potential. Didn't David Moore used to be on the... Jets. Oh, uh, was he on the Jets? Not the Jets, uh, the Seahawks. Oh, the really? The Jets do have a receiver more on them right now, so that might be who you're thinking of. Uh, maybe, I guess. Um, Has Webster been on the Packers? No, I mean the Bears his entire career? Uh, December Webster, right? Yeah. I think he was on the Rams before us, but as far as the Packers, I'm not too sure. He hasn't been in the league too long either. It's like three or four years. What about Ty Sharp, who's been in the league for seven years now? So Ty J. Sharp, I know he was on the Titans. Let me see who else he was on. Okay, yeah, so Titans for three years, Vikings and Falcons for one each, so now he's on us. What about Newsom? Daz Newsom, right. I almost forgot. He was talking about for a second. So that was one of our late draft, uh, late round picks from last year. I actually thought he was going to have a Donna Mooney effect. Donna Mooney was drafted late. He played well. I thought Daz was going to get some playing time. He really didn't. He had no, let me see. He had two catches the whole year. So that's not great, but maybe he'll just be a backup rotational guy. He has some skill, but he hasn't really proven anything yet. So I can't be too optimistic. Do you think Equinamia St. Brown could be a wide receiver three? I think he can definitely make it up to four. Three, he would have to play really good, but I think the guys above him might have just a little more talent, but because Darnell Mooney, we know he's a lock to get starting time. Byron Pringle, he started on the Chiefs, so if he started on the Chiefs, he's good enough to start for us. So it really comes down to that number three, like you said. If our rookie starts playing bad, he might get benched. Equinemius comes in, maybe Tajay comes in. But it would come down to how bad uh, Vailas Jones plays. If he doesn't do great, then yeah, Equinemius can definitely make that number three spot, for sure. Jones is a receiver? Uh, who? Jones. Jones, Jones. Didn't What's his you... first name? Oh, Bayless Jones. Yeah, he's a receiver. So you think he's going to be wide receiver three? I do. Yeah. Okay. I think. Now I don't, this I don't, is a bit of a stretch. I don't see him on that? the. I don't see him on the roster. Let me look this up. He's not posted on the. Oh roster. no! Yeah, Val, yeah, Vallis Jones. Yeah, Vallis Jones Jr. Six feet, oh, two hundred. Scared me for a second. I thought there was some breaking <laughs> news. He got traded or something. Nope. Breaking news: Rookie traded. Yeah. Oh, I would have been so sad. Um, Vallis Jones, he went to Tennessee, right? Tennessee, yep. Um, six feet, two hundred pounds, twenty-five. So that's how old he is. He's a very old rookie. Yeah, that was the one knock I had on him. Yeah. Well, we can see where that goes. Came out of college. They said he plays like Debo Samuel. Hold on a second. Start again. I could see what people were saying when they made it comparisons. They said that he plays like Debo Samuel, and he does. His play style is very similar. He's very lightning quick. He breaks tackles. 
but he's not too polished. So I don't think he'll be as good as Debo. He just kind of plays like him. So it, it's just the kind of player we needed. Even if he's not as good as him, we just need someone that can break tackles, do run after the catch. Because we were bottom five in the league last year for run after the catch. So we just had to get better in that department. I kind of understand what I I can understand what you're what you're referring to. Can definitely understand. Um, we can wrap it up here soon if you want to. Um, I'll just ask you about one more team. Um, we can talk about the Chiefs some other time, but very interested to see um what you think of the Dolphins pre um preseason uh no not the preseason um um their training camp so far so i haven't heard too much out of the dolphins training camp i probably should but i do know that whether it's for publicity or it's the truth whichever one tyreek has really been talking up to us talking about how accurate he is talking about he's going to do some great things so i really want to see if all of those rumors are true that Tyreek and Jalen Waddle on the field. You're going to have two of us slinging the ball around. I think that's what I'm most excited to see. The offensive line is still a struggle. They don't have like a premier running back. But the passing game should be really exciting. I just hope Tyreek isn't trying to bluff or say stuff that isn't true. But I really want to see Tua take that next step forward because he was the number two pick a couple years ago. Hasn't really showed it wait, compared to Joe Burrow wait. and Justin Herbert. Number Number two pick in the first round? Yeah. Uh, that's that that's insanely stupid. My bad. I just checked it up. Number five overall. Still really high though. That it's still insanely stupid, even though it's on the top top ten. I mean, I'd say top. I'd say if you pick him eleven, I'd be okay with that. But still, number four, too early, too early. Yeah. He he was never the greatest to me. I know people like some of the talent that he possessed, but. I always thought Burrow was going to do a lot better. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. He does have talent, but it's just not not as not as good as you think. Yeah, arm talent. He's not as good as Justin Herbert. He, he was in the same draft class. And then as far as processing and reading the field, I think he's not even better than Burrow. So. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, and after all that, I I do. Um, Jalen Waddle is still on the team, right? Uh, he is on the team, yeah. And Jalen Waddle was a rookie last year, right? Yep. So you got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Uh, it's a, it's a, well, it's a, um, I mean, obviously everyone's gonna be like, oh, Tyreek Hill is gonna be the starter. Uh, no, wide receiver one. Uh, Jalen Waddle could change that, you know? Yeah, no, I think, cause Jalen Waddle is really good. Well, we all know he's no Tyreek, but with oh, Tyreek there, there God, no. that might open up some spots for him. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm excited to see what happens there. Um, it's and also like back to the Tua thing. It's very confusing how it's like. Oh yeah, um, there was a quote how you m- might have heard of this. How Tyreek said, um, someone asked, "What's it like going from Patrick Mahomes to Tua?" Um, He's like, oh, it's going from it's 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 like going from like a Lamborghini to like a Toyota Corolla or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, is he kind of? He probably might be thinking in his head, "Oh, I regret what I said," or probably he's or trying he, to take or, all that back and trying to overcorrect. Or he's just skept, or he's just skeptical because you don't know what's gonna happen. I mean, I mean. I mean, yeah, a player, a player, it looks can look good during the training camp and stuff like that. But come preseason, um, that um, you'll be able to tell more. But then after the preseason, it's the regular season, they'll be like, okay, this is what looks like. Oh, yeah, we made a flipping mistake. Why did we yeah, not? Ke- sure. Why did we not keep t- Tyreek Hill? Patrick Mahomes sucks now. <laughs> So, anyways, I do think, and I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see that those two work together, and um, excited to see them work together. As in, 
most likely I want two to fail. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I'm excited to see more. I'll say more curious than excited just because I don't know what to expect. So it'll be fun. No one will. Regular season. No. Yeah. Anyways, uh, um, I've enjoyed uh, getting uh, for you being able to get back on this podcast, our our podcast and uh, episode 14. And uh, thank you to everyone who has listened ever since uh, Sebastian has come on. Uh, this is episode 14, end of season one. Uh, we will have a trailer put out. Um, on when season two will come out, uh, we uh, Sebastian and I will discuss when season two will come out, um, and whether or not we will record during the preseason. Um, so, anyways, thank you guys for listening to the Peter and Sebastian NFL podcast. You can find me at Peter Modrich on Twitter. And on Instagram, and where can they find you again, Sebastian? What's your Instagram again? I can pull it up right now. Should be ready in one second. You don't have it memorized? I do not. It's, it's a travesty, <sighs> I know. That is a travesty. Well, for me, it's not because I got it's it's a miracle I can actually have my full entire name on Instagram and Twitter. Okay, I'm blessed. Here we go. It's a lot to say. The underscore one underscore Seabass, if you guys want to follow me. Seabass is S-E-B-A-S. S-E-A-B-A-S-S. Okay. Uh, guys, go follow Sebastian. He's a cool and chill dude. All right. Uh, thank you again. Um, I know I already said it. Thank you guys for uh, tuning in um, to the Sebastian and uh and uh to the peter and sebastian nfl podcast enjoy the rest of your day and follow us on instagram and twitter where it's at have a good day all right till next time sebastian okay bye bye